If it isn't a hell yes, then it's a no. You're tolerating something that is just killing your energy, killing your creativity, and it's not only hurting you, it's hurting everyone around you. Be selfish. Welcome back to the Create Purpose Podcast. Today, I want to share a personal story, something I went through last week that I think can benefit you. I think it can help you. I think it can help you get some clarity around this question of who are you being and where are you coming from as you approach your business and your life and your team and your relationships, all of that. Last week, I got to spend an entire week in a suburb of LA, Westlake Village, at a Four Seasons Hotel. We were there all week working on sharing our personal stories and our message from stage. I'm in a mastermind where we practice. We get in front of each other and we get coached around our stories and the message and how we would deliver it from stage. It's all about being the best at what we do. And last week, I've been doing this for a while. I would consider myself more of a veteran of this group. There's a lot of rookies, first-timers. I've been in this group for now two years And this particular week, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to work on a new story. I've been sharing this story about riding saddle bronx in the rodeo, two-time state champion. Now I'm going to do something new. I'm going to change it up. And I share a story around how I got demoted as a leader. I was told I was a good soldier, but that wasn't leadership. And for us to take the company in a new direction, you can't be on the leadership team anymore. We need you in sales. And it's just this story of me transforming into who I am today, coach and the entrepreneur, because back then that wasn't who I was. I was at a corporate job, climbing the ladder, vice president of sales. So I share this story and I'm in front of 30 people in this ballroom in a Four Seasons and I'm sharing this story and I only have three minutes to share this story. And at the end, I get some coaching and the coaching I received was powerful Because throughout that story, you would have observed me, and if you were in the room, you would have saw this person, me, who gets demoted and then just goes through the next six to 12 months, I don't know what I want to do. I don't want to do this sales thing, but I don't know what I want. And everybody's asking me, what do you want, Zach? What do you want? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what I want. And that was me how I told the story. I don't know what I want. And then I woke up one day and I knew what I wanted. And the coach, my coach... He called bullshit. At the end of the story, basically said, Zach, that's bullshit. He's like, you knew what you wanted. You say you didn't know, but you knew. And when he said that, I was like, yeah, I knew. I knew the whole time. I knew what I wanted to do. I knew what I wanted to do before I got demoted. I knew when I was being via sales, that wasn't really what I wanted to do. And what I came to realize is that It was where I was coming from when I was telling that story that he was coaching who I was being when I was sharing that story because I was coming from the position of being a victim, being the young man who gets demoted, who has a family, and now I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm lost. And he said, that's bullshit. He says, Zach, you're not a nice guy. He's like, you are a force. He actually said something else, more of an expletive. You're a mother effer. You're a mother effer. You're a force. You're not a nice guy. Stop acting like you didn't know what you wanted. You did know what you wanted. (sighs) Yeah, he saw right through the act. And I now have a new place to come from when I tell that story. And it's a much more powerful place. And I tell you this because this isn't about me. I want it to be about you. 
Because what I experience in my work today, I'm a coach. I coach around resonance. I coach leaders that lead leaders. And they're established. They're successful individuals in their careers and in their businesses. And I coach them and help them get back into resonance with who they are so they can fully express that into their business. Be the artist that they are in their business. Be that creative in the business so they can start growing again on their terms. That's what I get to do. And when clients come and start working with me, more often than not, outward appearances, very successful, very established. If you're double click on Instagram, you would see that they have 30,000, 60,000 followers. They're crushing it. Business is growing. All of that is true. But when they come to me, that's not their experience. They're actually really wrestling with, can I keep doing this? Do I even want to do this? I had a client just this past week, showed up for the call, and again, yeah, just Zach, I don't know if I don't know if I want to keep doing this. I mean, I was talking to my husband last night. I don't know if this is what I want to keep. I don't know if I want to continue. This isn't the first time I've heard that. Let me help you out. If you're wondering that, if you're ever wondering, like, is this really what I want? Let me help you out with that. No, it isn't what you want. You don't want to keep doing this. The way it currently is, the current situation is not working for you. And instead of debating and discussing it, like, I don't know, is this really what I want to be doing? Can I really keep doing this? As soon as you make a decision that the answer is no, you can't. No, this is not what you want. There's no need to play mental ping pong here. It is not what you want. And as soon as you can just decide that is true, then you get to create more of what you do want. But until you get to that decision, you're always in that middle ground wondering, ah, can I keep doing this? And you come to work and you come into the business every day with discipline and willpower, and then you're exhausted at the end of the day wondering, is this really what you want? No, it is not what you want. Just like when I was a vice president of sales, it wasn't what I wanted and I knew it, but I wasn't deciding that wasn't what I wanted because as soon as I did decide, everything started to change. And I remember the day it changed. I was walking back to my hotel at night after spending a day at a trade show in Las Vegas. It was a trade show for solar panels. I'm doing sales for a company that just demoted me. And as I see the entrance to the Four Seasons, a lump in my throat. I don't want to do this shit anymore. I remember going straight up to my hotel room. I skipped the networking event. I'm sitting in my hotel room on the edge of my bed alone with that question. What do you want? (laughs) I knew what I wanted. Tears dropped down on the page of my journal. And several hours later, I called my wife, Shandy. I'm like, babe, you know that coaching thing I've been wanting to do? That's it. That's what I want to do. And I ditched the trade show. For the next two days, I didn't leave my room. I stayed in my room figuring out how I'm going to get started as a coach. And then when I got home, (laughs) I took out all the money we had saved for the down payment on our next home to enroll in an eight-month-long coach training program. I went all in. I went all in on me and my dream. The decision was made and it opened up a whole new world of creating what I desired. And so the message here that I want to share with you is this is all about where you're coming from. Just like last week when I was telling that story, the version I was sharing was true. There was, a, there was that little boy within me that 
felt a little bit like a victim, like was dealt an unfair hand. And now what am I going to do? I know I could do sales, but that's not really what I want to do. I was whining a lot. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. I don't know if I want to do this any longer. But there was another part of me that was always there. And my coach helped me see it last week. And this is what got me through. And this is what's going to get you through. There's another part of you that does know what you want. But until you give yourself permission to be that person, to come from that place of power instead of that place of victimhood, until you come from that place of power, you never get to be that. And sometimes we don't change until we experience enough pain. That day at that trade show, I snapped. I'm like, I'm done. I'd been saying that for years, but that day I was done. Like, that's it. That's when everything changed. That's when I made a decision. If you make a decision as a result of this podcast, then I've done my job. What do you want? Listen to your heart. You know what you want. And now you have that opportunity to make that a place to come from. Who are you being? Who would you have to be to create that? Where would you be coming from? Because as soon as I made that decision, as soon as I started coming from the place of desire instead of victimhood, see, that's the key thing. When you make a decision based on your internal desire and give yourself permission to listen to that, that's when all the magic occurs. That's when everything starts to shift. That's what happened for me. I could go on to tell you about how all my business changed, the results changed, clients came to me. And I was able to step away from my corporate job. And I'm a full-time entrepreneur, coach, speaker, workshop facilitator. I do that. I'm living my dream every day. All because I started to decide on what I desired to do. The results that I desired to create in my own life. That's the decision I want you to make as a result of listening to this podcast. I wrote an article that kind of inspired this episode And I'm going to go ahead and put it in the show notes. It's going to be, this is where I'm going to share the article is in this podcast. I'm not going to read you the entire article, but there's five points that changed for me. And so I want you to listen to these five. And if you're listening to these and you're like, damn, that would change the game for me. If I could come from this place, make these five points a place to come from as a possibility. If you were to be this, what difference would that make in how you approach your business, your team? your life, your family, your relationships. Here are the five points I share. And you can read the entire article. I encourage you to do go in a little bit more depth here. But number one, when I made the decision and made my desire a place to come from, and I started creating more of what I wanted in my life and saying no to what I did not want, here's what shifted. Number one, I stopped shooting on myself trying to reach some peak of a mountain that had no top. There was no mountain. I was making that up. And I started serving people in the way that I desired to be for them. Inside out. Stop shooting on myself, letting the external world tell me who I should be, ought to be, and try to live up to some made-up expectation. And instead, I decided who I desired to be. And be of service in the way, on my terms, in my terms. That was the first shift. I stopped shooting on myself. Number two, I stopped reading all the how-to books, listening to all the how-to podcasts. The types of books I was reading completely changed. I was no longer interested in this question of how. I didn't care. 
because I was reading all those how-to books to compensate for what I perceived others thought that I was weak in. I was constantly pursuing myself to be better than I was yesterday. Coming from the place of, I am not enough. So I got to read these how-to books so that someday I could be enough. One day my coach asked me, at what point will you know enough to know that you are enough? And I was like, never. I stopped reading the how-to books. And I just started learning about topics that lit me up. I listened to my desire, my selfish desire. What books am I interested in? What feeds my soul? I read those books. None of them were how-to books. I haven't read a how-to book in years. And in fact, one of my clients just came to me. She told me, she's like, I used to listen to all these like, how to grow your business, how to grow your followers, how to all the things. She's I don't listen to those things anymore. I'm much more interested in who I'm being. And I'm coming from a place of being the artist of my business, being the creative of my business, making everything I do in my business an expression of, of my heart and my soul and my creative gifts. That's really cool. Number three. I stopped asking, how could I be better? I remember reading a journal entry, God, five years ago. I would journal from time to time. And this, it was an annual planning time. And I was, so I was journaling about my goals for the next year. Every single goal was around how I wanted to be better, how I was compensating for some weakness. And here's the thing. Being better, it's an endless game. It has no point. I am not that concerned with you becoming better at your job. I really could care less if you become a better leader. Relative to what? You know, when we set the goal, I need to be a better leader. Who are you comparing yourself to that says that you're not a great leader? And if if you're not being the leader you desire to be, then you already know. You don't have to read a book that tells you how to be a better leader. You already know where there's incongruencies. You're out of resonance with who you know you are. Let's become more aware of that and work on that and just get yourself back in alignment with who you know yourself to be. You don't need a how-to book. I didn't need a how-to book. I didn't need to be better. Because instead of trying to be quote-unquote better, I started asking myself, what would energize me? What's on my heart to learn? How would I love to grow? Again, inside out. I'm not letting the outside world tell me who I need to be, who I ought to be. I'm deciding for myself who I desire to be. And that's where I went all in. And now the learning and growth became like this passion project. And that's what I want for you. Come from the place of desire, not from the place of ought to, should. Number four, I tossed aside the need to be the selfless leader. The world... The leadership books all tell us that to be a great leader, we need to be selfless. We need to be willing to make sacrifices for others. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. It is the number one thing that gets in the way of the true expression of who you are. It got in the way of the true expression of who I am. Because to be a selfless leader, again, I'm trying to please everyone around me and The only place that ended for me was exhausted. I I was miserable trying to figure out what people wanted from me and it was impossible and I was exhausted and I had lost all sense of self. What I want to teach you, and this is probably the number one thing, the number one shift my clients experience when we're working together is they, we start dreaming and we start exploring how they want to communicate differently to their team. And at some point, 
the, the statement of, but that would be selfish. I can't say that. That's selfish. There's so much guilt and shame around the word selfish. I think it's a great place to come from. I do. Because I was coaching somebody several weeks ago, and I basically said, great, let's do that. Let's be selfish. For the next 20 minutes, I want you to communicate to me as if I was that team member that you're trying to communicate to, but I want you to come from the place of 100% selfishness. You come from that place of being selfish. And she said, well, it started out with this. This just isn't working for me. And we were role-playing a little bit. She said, this isn't working for me. And she just unapologetically spoke her experience of that other person. And then at the end, she smiled. And I smiled back. And I'm like, yeah, that was pretty damn clear. You were assertive. You were resolute. You were clear. You said what needed to be said. I therefore heard what needed to be heard. And now I get to make some choices. And those choices have nothing to do with you at this point. It's on me. You put the responsibility on me to either agree to play to the standard that you're holding or to agree to not and know that it isn't going to work. All because she was willing to come from the place of being selfish. So I tossed aside the need to be selfless, that self-sacrificial leader. I became more selfish in my approach. In other words, if it wasn't a hell yes, it was a no. That's a great place to come from. That's the way I want to see you live your life and lead your business. If it isn't a hell yes, then it's a no. You're tolerating something that is just killing your energy, killing your creativity, and it's not only hurting you, it's hurting everyone around you. Be selfish. Be selfish with a capital S because when you serve yourself powerfully, your tank is full and now you have something to give to those around you. So being selfish is actually the most ultimate form of service to others, being selfish. Because there's nobody like you. So give us everything you got from the inside out. And then number five, I was done letting fear lead my life. The fear of the unknown, the fear of failure, of not being good enough, the fear of what others were thinking of me. And I went all in. I went all in. I realized that I wasn't living my life. It was fear that was living my life. What you're unable to be with won't let you be. And these fears of what will my superiors think of me? What will my peers think of me if all of a sudden I start blogging or creating videos and podcasts and speaking? And what will they think of me? Am I even good enough? Who do I think I am? I let that voice, that inner critic, run my life for way too long. I no longer do that. I'm now living my life. The fear within me is not living my life. There's two places to come from here. You can come from a place of fear or you can come from a place of love. Love is the absence of fear. Someone I'm working with, they're like, my word for this year is fearlessness. Fearlessness. So not there's a difference between courage and fearlessness. Courage is like feeling the fear and doing it in any way. Fearlessness is there is no fear. And I couldn't help myself. I'm like, let's replace fearlessness with a different word. That word is love. Because love is the absence of fear. So if you want to make that choice from where to come from, you can choose to, are you coming from a place of fear or are you coming from a place of love, gratitude, abundance, opportunity, possibilities, a belief in who you are and why you're here? Because when you come from one of those two places, it's gonna change what you do, how you do it. It's gonna change everything about you. 
So I'm big on who you're being and where you're coming from. So I just want to end on this. Everything I'm describing, this beingness, this is an art. I'm tired of focusing on tactics, skill sets, behaviors of leadership, of entrepreneurship. It's a waste of time. It's the most inauthentic thing you could possibly do because I believe life is art. Your business is art. You are art. And what it means to make art is to create something that you love. That you love. And then sometimes other people love it too. But it doesn't really matter. That's not the point. You do it because it's who you are. You love it. It's a desire. It's what you want to bring to life in this world. You do it because you love it. And it takes courage to be you unapologetically. It took courage for me to go all in, leave my job and go all into this coaching thing. When at the time I wasn't really a coach. I was young, didn't have a lot of experience, but I went all in and I grew into a coach and I still am. There is no graduation here, but I'm on that journey. I'm creating art. I'm making art. And it's not about any end goal. It's about doing what I love and having the impact I want to have. And I'm sharing this. It's not about me. I want you to I want you to put yourself into this discussion. What does this mean to you? If you were to apply some of what I'm sharing with you, how would you show up differently? What would it mean for you to be more resolute in your decisions and clear on your vision? And then being able to communicate it without feeling like an imposter and just owning it. Like this is what we're doing. Why? Because I know it's what I want, it's what I desire. I don't need to worry about it. Is this the right direction? What will other people think? Believe me, they're going to think all kinds of things. All that matters is what you desire. And that's what leads you to be that resolute, powerful leader that's able to communicate clearly and create people that are following you. Create a business that has a vitality and a culture where people want to be with you on this journey. So no more diminishing that greatness within you. I want you to start expressing that. If you'd like some support with that, if you'd like some help, I created a three-part video series. It will take you less than 30 minutes to go through. This is the number one habit that I believe, and it's not just a belief, I've seen it happen for my clients. When you put this habit in place for yourself, it's gonna be the key that picks the lock. It's gonna help unlock you and get you back in alignment with who you are, that clarity and conviction and confidence, so that you can lead with that resoluteness, that conviction, that clear communication without second guessing and doubting yourself and really owning who you are, fully expressing who you are in your business, in your life. If you're interested in that, go to www.zacharen.com. That's Z-A-C-H-A-R-E-N-D.com, zacharen.com forward slash habit. Go check out that training. It's designed to help create some space for you. And what I'm teaching is a very simple concept, but few people do it. I'm going to actually walk you through how to be effective at doing it so that you can create the space that you need. Get your clarity and show up more resolute with your team. So thanks for listening and we'll see you in the next episode. Real quick, I have a question for you. What would it look and feel like for you to lead your team and build your business with more clarity, confidence, and conviction? That's why I want to invite you to the Fully Expressed Leader. It's a full day workshop, virtual workshop to learn how to lead from the inside out. This is for creatives, artists, executives, and right brain business owners who are ready to be the fully expressed leader they were meant to be. 
My promise to you is that by the end of this full day together, you're going to be able to identify the critical element in your business that you've been ignoring. You're going to know the secret to unleash the full potential of your team and start to see responsibility as a gift and not a burden. You're going to make leading from the inside out your new automatic default. What I love most about this day is I get to see the change in those that do the work. They come in exhausted and they leave energized. Later on, when they check back in with me, they tell me that it's like someone turned the lights on. What once felt impossible now feels inevitable. To learn more, go to www.createpurpose.net forward slash workshop. This day is not about doing more. It's a way of being, a way for you to shift your approach to building your business on your terms. So go check it out, www.createpurpose.net forward slash workshop. Hopefully you really enjoyed this podcast episode and my hope is you found it really inspirational. And also, most importantly, I hope you took away some practical things that you can start to do and apply in your own life. So finally, I have one small favor to ask of you before you go. Wherever you get your podcast, whether that's Apple Music or Spotify, if you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. Love to hear your thoughts. Come find us on social media. Share it on social media. It just really helps us get the word out, helps us grow our audience. So please do that. Thanks to my team, Ashley Bolden, who handles all the admin, and Chris Skipper, who handles all the music and editing of this podcast. For more information on the Create Purpose podcast, you can go to www.createpurpose.net. And you can also follow me on Instagram at Zach.Arend. Please drop me a comment. Reach out drop me a DM. I'd love to hear from you and love to hear what you're taking away from these conversations. What would you like to hear more of? Do you have any guests that you would love to see come on the show? And I'm always looking for great people to talk to people with great stories that can inspire you. And so if you know of anybody, send them my way. Love to hear from you. I'm your host, Zach Aaron, and I'll see you in the next episode of the Create Purpose podcast. Bye for now.